You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's talk more Sixers hoops. Our next guest uh, does a wonderful job for Philly Voice covering the 76ers, has for a number of years. And, of course, you know, John, all year long. We knew round two was when this thing was going to get real. Yep. Here we are. It's tonight. <laughs> and unfrickin' believably, yeah. or completely believably, the big guy is probably not going to play. For more, we talk to Kyle Newbeck. How you doing, Kyle? I'm hanging in there just uh, checking the injury report like everybody else. Yeah. So. Kyle, can I be surprised and um, not at all surprised at the exact same time? I mean, this is just... This is like the all-time, all-time, here we go again. Yeah, I mean, look, and that's why one of the biggest questions I've been asking players, coaches, et cetera, at Sixers practices has been, you know, what is the the big fella's mood right now? Like, how do you guys avoid him getting into the Groundhog Day, woe is me mentality? Because, you know, Joel, more than everybody or anybody, is feeling this, right? Like, this is the guy who's actually living this experience, getting there. And, you know, he, it looks like tomorrow night he's finally going to get his uh, MVP award that we've talked about a lot, that he's chased a ton. And he's more than likely going to be getting it after sitting out game one and watching his team lose to open the second round. And it's like, when is this going to change at some point? Let me just ask you quickly on the MVP because it matters almost not at all at this point. I, I do want to, you know, more on the injury. But why would that be announced while the team is on the road? I just find uh, that really stupid. I don't really understand the, the timing of it. You, you would think because the league at this point knows who it is that they'd sort of time it in a way yeah. that would be uh, – advantageous to the guy who actually won it and the fan base who roots for him and you know all that stuff yeah. but I guess it was probably preset before the playoffs all right Kyle let's let's follow some tea leaves here and you know them better than we do I mean you're you're with the Sixers every day practice the whole deal based on what has gone on the last couple of days including the comments by various players and Doc Rivers what is your sense of where the Joel Embiid injury sits and the likelihood of when he'll next play yeah, I mean, they have not been optimistic sounding about it. I think James Harden was the dead giveaway on Sunday, effectively said, you know, we had hoped that the longer layoff would help Big Fella get back, but we're going to have to do it without him. So mm-hmm. I was trending toward he's probably going to miss game one, but be back for game two at worst. Some of the other supplemental reporting from coming from other outlets has made it seem like, he might be back by game three on Friday. I mean, if that's the case, if they go down 0-2 and they essentially have to win four out of five games or four straight to beat Boston, and you're doing that with a compromised Joel Embiid base level, 
they just have no shot in this series. If he doesn't play in the first two games, I, I think you can just write the year off and say, you know, we're figuring out what's happening in the off season. So, I, mm-hmm. I mean, optimistically game two, but based on what people have been saying so far, I, I think maybe game three. Kyle, we saw that uh, James Harden was getting some important uh, rehabilitation replenishment in Las Vegas getting ready for this game. How important was it for him to be uh, recuperating in Las Vegas? Yeah, I mean, look, the the spin zone on it was that they were off. They're not doing anything. He didn't miss any team activities, so on and so forth. But, look, this is kind of the reputation that this guy has had throughout his career, right? We can say, all, oh, he didn't miss anything, and he's about the right stuff. He wants to win. He sacrificed for the team. He's given up this money. But, like, sacrifice is when it matters in the playoffs and you need to be in the foxhole with the rest of the guys, you are locked in. Like, I, I'm not naive enough to think that, that James Harden needs to be in a, a sensory deprivation tank all throughout the playoffs and he's not allowed to you know, go out to dinner or, or socialize with people. But it is just one of those things that plays into his reputation as a guy who – maybe cares a little too much about the off-court stuff and not enough about how that's impacting what he can offer on the floor. Yep. And I'll just say this to that, Cogs. I agree with you. This is not Jordan in the early 90s going from New York to Atlantic City to gamble one night. I mean, first off, that's New York to AC. Second, Jordan came back and freaking backed up every action he put out there by beating New York four straight games to win the series. It, it's just a horrible look for James Harden. And, and, and by extension, I'd say it's a horrible look for Josh Harris, Daryl Morey, and Doc Rivers. Because it makes you say, who's in charge and is nobody in charge? And it just, just drives me nuts, man. Well, and to your point about Jordan, too, at the time that it happened, that was in 93 when the guy's coming off back-to-back titles. Like he had already figured out mm-hmm. how to climb the mountain. Right. He was mm-hmm. already best player, the biggest champion, all that. Like it, we can say that he still he still wanted to win more, obviously, but he knew what it took. And, and so James Harden has never shown that he knows what it takes. And so to be in this, well, I'm just going to kind of do me and do what I've always done when what you've always done has not worked in the games that mattered. You know, I, I think that's just that's yeah. the disappointing part about it. Agreed. So uh, let's talk about the the series itself. The Celtics, their defense this season, they've been number two in the NBA, but they struggled at times against the Hawks. What did the Sixers see that they can take advantage of with this Celtics defense? So unfortunately, it's something that Joel impacts a lot. I think one of the big things that jumped out to me and that, you know, this Sixers wouldn't say this, but I think they know this, is that Al Horford looks older, and that's it's no shot at Al. He's been a very good player for a long time, but when he was put in space against you know DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, some of the Hawks perimeter players, they were able to beat him up pretty good at times in that series. So, you know, with a, a healthy Joel where you can have the attention of the defense focused on him and you run a bunch of ball screens at Al Horford, you can get to the rim. You can draw fouls. You can create open threes. And, you know, I think that's kind of the, the test in front of James Harden, especially if Joel doesn't play. He's going to have to be more like Houston James Harden and look to score and hunt his own shot. It's something that 
He talked about a bunch on Sunday. So that's one of the weak links as it sits right now. The problem for the Sixers coming into the series, though, is that Tyrese Maxey has struggled mightily against this team. Yeah, right. He shot something like 34 35% from the field for his career against Boston. And that's across, I want to say, like 11 or 12 games at this point. Why is that, and how do we get that better? So they are pretty uniquely equipped to, to hold him down. They've got, obviously, a couple of great athletic wings in mm-hmm. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They can sort of freely switch through assignments where Boston is not really worried about who is covering Tyrese. And then they've also they've got Marcus Smart, really tough-nosed, former Defensive Player of the Year type guy. They've got Derek White, who is now starting, has been you know the best reserve all year. He's kind of big enough and long enough and athletic enough that Tyrese can't go through him. He can't go around him. There's no real easy path to scoring. So all those things become even more important with Joel off the floor because at least with Joel, Tyrese can be kind of a, a secondary off-the-ball attacker. Without Joel on the floor, they got to put it in his hands and hope he can beat people. And I just don't know that we've seen he can yeah. do that against Boston. You know, Kyle, you know what's so disappointing about this whole thing? Well, first off, disappointing we're even having this conversation with the Paul hanging over the series about to start. But also, I mean, Kyle, it's a wide-open league. Yeah. I mean, if Joel was healthy, I mean, look, Durant and Booker down 0-1, you know, Greek Freak's already out. Like, this – I think we're in an era right now where the title winner is going to change year to year quite a bit. I really, that's what I say. And it could have been the Sixers year and theoretically still could be, but Kyle, they're not going to beat Boston unless he's back really quick. They're just not going to. Yeah. And look, the eight seed in the East is currently up one, nothing. Yeah. And that's with Jimmy Butler having been hurt in the fourth quarter of that yep. game. So look, if you could just stay healthy and beat this team, there is a path to the championship there, and that's what ultimately makes this so disappointing that Joel's not healthy. Kyle, great work, man. We'll talk to you through the series. Again, phillyvoice.com for all of Kyle's excellent work. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for having me on, guys.